For mothers in a hard season with your daughters, a season that has been going on for a short while or maybe years, which is my story, and you're hurting, maybe numb, you just don't know where to turn or what to do. My sincere prayer is that this will give you hope if you will receive it. As a follower of Jesus Christ, my journey looks a little different. And what I mean by that is, for instance, before I even came to give you this piece of hope, I had to begin to pray and ask God, give me the words that you would have me to give to the women. Because anything that I do in and of myself will fail. So it is important that I step back and allow God to increase while I decrease. Why you may ask that question, is that so important? It's important because when we make decisions on our own, we don't allow God to give us full resource and access to the things that we need. If we do and say things outside of the will of God and not careful to call upon his name and ask for his guidance, people's lives are changed radically sometimes by the things that we say or do. So it's important that we ask God, show me the words that I am to say or provide for me the words I am to say. Give me a visual, God, of what it is that you want me to do. So it is important for me as a follower of Jesus Christ that I pause and allow God to give me what it is that I am to give. I've done it opposite many a times. And I know what that looks like. One of my favorite passages in the word of God. It actually is at the bottom of each and every one of my business emails. And I'm specific about that because I don't hide from the world. My relationship with my heavenly father. I believe God is God. I simply believe it. I believe in his word. Again, I just simply believe it. The passage that is one of my favorites, and I say one because I have a few, but this one stands out and it is Proverbs 31, 25. It's actually um, regarding the virtuous wife. What I pull from that is a mother's love for me. Amongst many things. But Proverbs 31, 25 speaks about strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. That's powerful to me because it's the latter part. 
she shall rejoice in time to come. So if I'm wearing strength and I'm wearing honor, hmm, it says it's her clothing. That means that's what she wears. We're not talking about a tangible thing that you put your hands to. Um, kind of like what I explain to my clients when I speak to them about a tangible item, an asset that they can put their hands on. Strength and honor to me is an asset in my world. It's what I clothe myself with every morning. I don't concern myself with whether or not um, I have the nicest outfit on or am, am I the one that have the best set of pearls on or is my jewelry just right? Is my hair in the right position? Now, let's be clear. Yes, we definitely want to look appropriate. We are uh children of the most high king. But my clothing is my strength and my honor unto God. So I will rejoice in time to come. It goes on. Now that's what I have. That's the, that's the actual scripture. But if we go on to 26 through 31, it says, she opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. In Hebrews 11, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. I love that because if we go back, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And then it lets us know, for by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. See, that's what I'm looking for. And I know that God will bless me with that. He's already showing me that he will bless me by this. In verse three, it says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Now, I'm going to go back. 
for mothers in a hard season with your daughters. I want you to just hear this. In Isaiah 54, 17, it tells us that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. It says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. So if no weapon is formed, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Even in the struggle with my daughter, I don't have to worry. As a believer, I'm going to go back. I said to you in the beginning that I am a follower of Jesus Christ. My journey looks different. So now you have to understand who are you? Are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Ask yourself that question because our journey looks different. Our belief looks different. The way we see things look different. The way we speak things is different. When the word tells us that we are to speak, it says, speak those things that be not as if though they were so. Now we're talking about the will of God. We're talking about the will of God for our life. So we can't just go out here and say, because I want that, or that's going to happen, that that's just the way. What is the will of God for our life? What are we walking in? What are we walking in? So when I say no weapon formed against me shall prosper as a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ. I know that the things that, that the enemy wants to rise up against me will never prosper in my life. See, now the world wants us to see and say, well, look at this thing happen over here. And this person is struggling with this illness. And that person is struggling with addiction. And this person over here is dealing with these types of items and the devil is coming up against them. And what do you say about that? I come back and I say no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I don't have to try to figure out what my father in heaven is doing because he's already told me in his word that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of man what it is that he can do. So I don't have to worry about those things. I don't. See, I used to. I remember the days struggling. We go back. What are we talking about? We're talking about the struggles with our daughters. We don't have to worry about it. All we have to do is stay down on our knees before the Lord and give it unto him. And even then God says in his word that what we pray about these things, he does. He tells us to pray without ceasing. He tells us to cast our cares unto him. Come on. He said that we abide in him. He will abide in us. We need to understand what are we dealing with? Am I going to trust you, God, with my daughter or am I not? <laughs> come on. Come on. Hmm. So there's no weapon formed against me that will prosper. There's no weapon formed against that mother, you, that is a follower of, of Jesus Christ that will prosper. 
All right now. No, all right now. All right. All right. All right. Matthew 6. In Matthew 6, it speaks about in, in 32. For all these things the Gentiles seek. It went on. For your heavenly father knows that you need all things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. Now, let's just pause for all. It says for after all these things, the Gentiles seek. So they seek it right for after all these things, the Gentiles seek. I keep repeating that. For your heavenly father, which is who I serve, who you hopefully are serving. Because if you're listening to this, you're serving him or you have an inkling or a desire to. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. He already knows. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So pause. He didn't just say seek first the kingdom of God. He didn't. He says, seek. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. We're going to go to Romans eight. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord, that I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth. So that means no, it doesn't matter the height, nor the depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So I'm going back to our daughters. It matters not what the enemy thinks he's bringing up against us. It doesn't matter. I'm going to say it again. Nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So we don't have to worry about what God is doing as long as we're doing our part. First of all, our strength and our honor are our clothing. This is what we wear. We will rejoice in time to come. Mothers, we will rejoice. Our faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. That is what it is. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against us in judgment shall be condemned. Oh, Lord, thank you. For our heavenly father knows what we need before we even ask. He knows. He knows. 
nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Women, mothers, again, it may be a hard season with our daughters, but it won't last always. It's a season that may be short. It may be many years Many years. I know that hardship. I'm not speaking from a place of not knowing. I know that place. I'm in that season, but I already know what God is going to do. He's going to allow nations to see my daughter come out of a situation. He's going to allow nations to see my daughter speaking to the masses of people, honoring and worshiping an almighty God. He's going to allow nations to see my daughter and I be reconciled. He's going to allow nations to see that the naysayers, the people that did not stand up, and that not give her a word that she needed. He's going to come in and he's going to change a thing. Only God can do that. All of this in the midst of it. God is going to change the dynamic of it. God's going to change a thing. What is he going to do for you? What have you already declared? Just like Joe, you're declaring a thing. You're not wishing, you're not hoping that, oh, okay, and wavering in your ways. Declare a thing and know that God, I know what your word has told me. I can trust you in this. If I can trust you over the things that you brought me through, I know that I can trust you in this. This is a hard thing. And though my eyes cannot see what it is that you up to God, I know you up to something and that's enough for me. I need a mother to say that's enough for me. I look forward to the day when the nations all across this nation will be able to hear and see the words that will come from my daughter's mouth where she's honoring God. See, I say it now because I know what God is able to do. He's not a God that he would lie. He's not a God that he would change his mind. I remember the days when he woke me up in the wee hours of the night. Praying for my child before any of our season became an issue where our distance came and I didn't know what was going on. Why are you waking me up in the wee hours of the night praying over my daughter? So he had already begun to work on me to begin to pray before the season came. And I didn't even realize what was happening. What mother right now that you praying over your daughter and you don't understand why you're praying so hard over your child. You better be praying. You better call on God. Because he's already preparing you. He's preparing us for something that we don't even know is coming yet. I'm going to close by saying to you, if you a mother right now, right now, right now, right now, if you a mother right now, that you in a season of hardship with your daughter, get down on your knees and trust God. Stop listening to what people telling you about your daughter. When they telling you she'll never do anything. That's just who she is. Who are they to tell you? Get rid of those people in your life that's speaking ill over your child. You better get rid of them. 
You better get them out the way. You better get down on your knees and trust God. See, I trust God over my daughter. I trust him. Hmm. That's why I pray over her every day, all through my day. I call upon God for her. I've been doing it for years and I won't stop. I won't stop. So if you a mother that you got a struggling relationship with your daughter, get down on your knees and start praying. If you a mother that you in a good season with your daughter, but God keep placing it upon your heart to pray over her. You better do it. You better yield to what the Holy Spirit is calling you to do. Because those prayers will hold you in a season of hardship. You better pray. Mm, come on. There's a mother right now that don't know what to do. Pray. Mm, come on now. Get you some prayer warriors. Pray and trust God. You better do it. And I say it with emphasis. You better do it. If the Holy Spirit is pulling you to that, you better do it. It's a reason for it. You may not know now what it is. He may never show you everything, but you better do it because it'll hold you in a season that you need it. Mm, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you, God. I thank you. Right now, 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 right now. Holy Spirit, I come right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. If you a mother that you've been hanging out with your daughters, hanging out with them like they're your peers or or you're their peers and and you on a level that you're doing things that God didn't orchestrate it that way. You better right now, if you're hanging out somebody, you hanging out in the clubs with your daughter, you want to move that right now. If you're a mother and you are sitting around talking to your children, your daughters, like they're your girlfriend, you're going to regret that one day. You got to change the trajectory of it all. God has called you to be a mother to your daughter. One that shows her the way to Christ. Mm. Yes. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Yes. Seek God in all that you do. Come on now. Yes. Let the Holy Spirit begin to resonate with you. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Mm. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I come in your son Jesus name. I pray in your son Jesus name, praying over the women today, praying over mothers right now with struggling relationships with their daughters. God, I believe that you, this is not by coincidence, God. This is not by coincidence. There are no coincidences in you, Lord. So right now, God, I just thank you, Lord, for what it is that you're doing for the mothers on today. Father, you changing the trajectory of this thing. Father God, you healing relationships between mothers. Father God, I thank you, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for the mother that doesn't even know how to pray. Father, give her a feeling inside of her and her spirit, Lord, that she can fall down on her knees. Send her a, send her someone, Lord God, that'll just say, can I pray with you, Lord? That's the God that you are. We're not serving a fake or a blank or a God that's not real. You are real. 
I've seen you at work in my own life. I thank you, God. And I'm praying for that mother right now. That's what I'm praying for, God. I'm praying that you would give that mother a prayer life, one that she believes. That's what I'm praying for. I pray it right now in your son Jesus' name. Amen.